Good morning, church family. I am Pastor Dan, and we have been going through this idea of God's omnipresence over the course of the past few weeks, just seeing how God uh, interacts with and intersects with all the different areas in our life. I know that for me, a lot of the time, I can uh, separate my life into chunks where I have you know time with God, and maybe that's church and devotions, but then I have time with my family or friends, kind of like a fellowship vibe. We've got time at work. Maybe I have personal time, right? And I've always prayed that my time with God would increase, that I would have more of it. Um, but lately, I've been looking at this idea and thinking and praying about this idea. I don't think I want to give God a bigger piece of the pie. I want God to be a part of everything that I do, not just have his own set-aside place, but that he is into and a part of every aspect of my life. And i that's what we've been looking at over the past few weeks. We talked about, uh, last week we talked about how God interacts with and intersects with fellowship. We talked the week before about how he intersects with our work life. And this week we're going to be talking about our personal time and our hobbies. One of the hard parts about including God in our hobbies is that the idea of hobbies doesn't really appear a whole lot in scripture. We hear a lot about work, we hear a lot about fellowship, but the idea of personal time, uh, time that's set apart from all those other things for the sake of relaxation and fun, that that doesn't really show up a whole lot in scripture. It doesn't mean it didn't exist at that time. Um, we see uh, research of games and types of festivities. We see that in scripture. Um, but for the most part, it doesn't show up a lot in the gospel. But that doesn't mean that you know, it, it, we can't have hobbies. I think hobbies are a great way for us to relax, for us to unwind, and for us to appreciate the life that God has given us. Like, if we're supposed to be full of joy and full of life, sometimes uh, pursuing an interest, pursuing a desire, pursuing this sort of fun way to relax and unwind is a great way to reset our minds on God, if we allow that. Um, but like I said, we don't see a whole lot of passages about hobbies. We don't see a whole lot of passages about fun necessarily. But that doesn't mean that scripture doesn't have anything to say about hobbies and how we interact with them. We're actually going to be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. And after we finish that, I want to talk a little bit about how we can use this passage uh, as a guide for how we interact with our hobbies. It's important to note that this passage is actually talking about sin predominantly. Paul is arguing against sexual immorality with the Corinthians who are sort of uh, clearly uncle unsure of how Christian liberty works. Um, but I think this idea does apply to how we interact with our hobbies. So if you will join me in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, starting in verse 12. I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. This passage, though brief, and again, focusing on sin and sexual immorality, can help us uh, as we try and include God, incorporate God, and just really be with God in our hobbies, right? So Paul, there's two ideas that he presents here about our Christian liberties, the freedoms that we have to do things in the context of Christianity. And one of these ideas is to seek things that are beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. So that's the first thing I want us to ask 
when we're looking at our hobbies, the things that we're doing, right? Is this beneficial? A lot of times we see stuff as neutral, I think especially our hobbies, that you know, it's not hurting anybody, it's just a way for me to unwind or relax. But it's important to look and see, is this actually beneficial? Actually, one of the best examples that I can have is video games. Um, I love playing video games, and I do think that video games are a great way to spend time with friends. I think they're a great way to relax, and I think both of those things, relaxing and being with friends, are beneficial, right? So it's a, a good use of my free time. However, there are times and specific video games where I can get angry and upset, where I can be um, just sort of <laughs> unsettled and unhappy as a result of this hobby or this video game that I'm playing, right? So that is not beneficial, right? So that's not a good use of my time. We're so caught up a lot of times in our sort of legalistic upbringings. We're so caught up in whether or not something is right or whether or not something is wrong, whether we can do something or we can't do something, that we forget to ask a lot of the time whether or not the thing that we're doing is actually beneficial to us. So whenever you're engaging in your hobby, that I think is the first question that we should be asking. Is this actually beneficial or is this detracting in some way is this pulling me away from god in some way or is it just sort of a waste of time you know um if you're not at the very least having fun and relaxing when it comes to your hobby then you probably shouldn't be doing it and if you aren't uh energizing and sort of restoring and having fun and getting a chance to enjoy life through your hobby through this interest that you have then you might want to rethink and of course if it's something that's actually being a detractor if it's actually something that's causing you to sin or causing you to stumble then it's certainly something that you should remove from your life the second half of this is, is an interesting idea as well i have the right to do anything but i will not be mastered by anything. I think this is an interesting concept and I don't know how relatable this is to other people or I don't know how familiar other people are with this idea, whether you encounter this or not. Um, but I do know and have experience at different times in my life of hobbies or interests which have been more consuming than they probably should be, right? Um, <laughs> I have uh, maybe a funnier example from my own personal life. Uh, in December, the World Cup was on, and it was a lot of fun. It was a blast getting to watch soccer teams from all over the world play against each other in a big competitive tournament. Um, but one time, I woke up at, I don't know, 5 a.m. to watch a soccer game, and I don't think there was anything wrong with that. But the example of this is that clearly watching this soccer game really did change my behavior. It, it, it mastered me. It had control over me in that moment. It caused me to wake up way earlier than I normally would. It caused me to change my morning routine. It caused me to really shake up my schedule. And again, I don't think that that particular instance is one that's very bad, but you've heard stories or you may have heard stories of people who have spent maybe a lot of money on a hobby, maybe too much money on a hobby, or maybe you've heard stories of people who have kind of neglected family time or they have kind of become obsessive over their hobby and sh pushed aside other responsibilities. So 
It's important for us to have this mindset as well and be aware of this as well. I think this one might be even harder than the beneficial one because I think when you're enjoying the hobby, when you're uh, engaged in it, it's hard to see whether or not it's mastering you. But having that kind of consciousness over that hobby um, really allows us to give it the space that it's supposed to have rather than letting it have whatever space that it wants to have. I think one of the things that I don't like about my hobby life is I spend a lot of my time not spent like that I don't have dedicated to my personal time thinking about that hobby. So maybe I'm at work or maybe I'm driving or or whatever and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I really want to play that video game when I get home. Or, oh man, I, I, I just want to think all day about you know, this upcoming soccer game. And I just want to think about the teams and the players and all all this kind of stuff. And I'll listen to podcasts that talk about soccer. And there's a sort of obsessive sort of all-consuming focus that I know sometimes I can have when it comes to my hobbies. Um, And I think that's important to to guard against because we shouldn't be mastered by anything. I know this passage a lot of times is used to talk about sin. It's used to talk about addiction a lot of times. But I think hobbies can fit into that mold as well. And I'm not trying to make anybody feel guilty for enjoying their hobby, but I do think it's important to not let our hobbies get out of control. And along those same lines, I think it's important to make sure that those hobbies are beneficial. Make sure that there's something that's actually enriching your life. One of the things that I've done lately that has just been such a blessing and that really has been truly beneficial is taking walks. I take a walk every single day. I walk for about three miles um, and it's a great way to just spend time with God and look at his beautiful creation and it helps me to worship him more. It helps change my heart. It's truly beneficial. Is it work? No, not really. Is it devotional time? No, not really. Is it uh, you know, fellowship? No, it's, it's just me who's walking. But it's this personal time that I have with God that really enriches my life and is really beneficial. So I want to encourage you guys to find hobbies or to engage in your hobbies in ways that are both beneficial and in ways that don't master or control you. Um, thanks again for chatting with me and, and, and going through this series uh, on the omnipresence of God and trying to make sure that God is a part of every aspect of our lives not just church. Like I said, thanks again for spending this time with me. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Have just a wonderful, wonderful day.